0: Thank <laughs> you. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the TeacherCast Educational Network. My name is Jeff Bradbury. I'm Nick Amaral? And thank you so much for joining us today and making TeacherCast your home for professional development. This is Ask the Tech Coach, episode number 19, how to create a great one-to-one relationship with your teachers. Welcome to our show. If this is the first time you're listening to Ask the Tech Coach, both Nick and I are tech coaches, and we are here to design, to create a fantastic podcast each and every week designed to help you, the tech coach, become a better professional development caretaker in your school district Nick how are you today pretty good Jeff how about you I am doing fantastic it was a great weekend we have a I think this is our first full week of school in our in our school year here and I am looking forward to some many many things here I gotta tell you we posted this week a blog post and a podcast all about learning management systems we got some pretty cool feedback Yeah, and I think, you know, just the
1: idea of what schools should do when they're, you know, when they're choosing an LMS. What do you look for? What what differentiates the various tools from each other? And, and how do you start off on that path? I think a lot of schools are looking at these systems and they're just not quite sure uh, what to look for.
0: I totally agree. We had one tech coach this week right into us. And of course, you know, this show is called Ask the Tech Coach. So you can always reach out to us over at feedback at teachercast.net. Leave us a voicemail over at teachercast.net slash voicemail. And our Twitter feed is doing really well these days over at Ask the Tech Coach. Um, we had a tech coach here reach out and said that his school district is starting the process of those Mess Nick. What is the first thing that a school district should do when considering a move to a learning management system? Yeah, I think just having your,
1: you know, you're building your district goals in order, figuring out what are the things you're trying to get out of the LMS. So come up with what's our game plan? What do we want? What are we trying to accomplish? And then the various LMSs are going to fit into that, and they're going to be able to designate one or the other on, on why maybe you may lean toward Google Classroom or over Schoology or Schoology over Canvas and so forth.
0: And, and that's an important thing. And, again, we want to hear from you out there because the Choose a Learning Management System is – generally a money conversation right usually we have one of them right you're either in a Google school maybe you're in an office school and you want to use teams as your LMS backbone you know maybe you're in an Apple school and you want to use Apple classroom for things but to really really look at buying a true learning management system there is a cost to that so I know for many school districts as Nick said you get your strategic plan together you get a committee together you discuss the different ideas together you figure out what does a classroom in our school district look at and then you go shopping you don't always go window dressing or window shopping i should say first before you spend your time examining your own school district um anything that we want to add to that and again if you have any questions please reach out to us over at feedback at teachercast.net we got a lot of good feedback from this episode and also nick we got some good feedback from your blog post yeah
1: absolutely and i think the idea of just breaking down the various pieces i think it was good that people you know some of the comments were that it wasn't about anything negative about the tools i think again it was just how all these tools can accomplish what you want to do it's just figuring out what is it that you want to accomplish and then which of the tools is going to fit into that and and just because you're a google school not feeling like oh well just because i use all the google tools do i have to Am I mandated to use Google Classroom and vice versa? You know, I'm a Mac school, but I have to figure out a tool that fits with that. No, all the tools will work. And I think that's what was appreciated the most.
0: And as we said, Nick, the best place to start by this is to coming up with a plan, a master plan for how things are going to run. And maybe you're out there in tech coaching in a school district that's looking to put that together and you're asking yourself, how can I contribute to this? Or maybe you're the only technology coach in a school district. Maybe you're doing multiple buildings buildings. We have a great solution for that. Over the last couple weeks, we've been sharing with you that we are putting together a mastermind, a group of tech coaches that are going to come together over an eight-week period and really try to solve the problems that we have in our school district. Now, what we're going to be doing is it's going to be starting on October 10th. That's our first meeting, and we're going to be creating a system here where we have two meetings a week, and we are going to help you guys create your digital literacy or tech integration plan. We're going to give you guys all the tips, all the tricks, give you everything that you need to be able to help you and your school district create a digital literacy plan and be able to take your school district to that next level. But Nick, that's not all that we're doing over those eight weeks. What else do we have offered for these teachers? Yeah, Jeff, we got
1: a lot planned. So, you know, just the idea that we have those uh, virtual meetups, we're going to have um, a, a way to help you kind of design that dig- digital literacy or tech integration plan. We're going to have a five-week online course centered around using learning, learning management systems in order to design, you know, PD modules for your teachers or how teachers can utilize that to design maybe self-paced, self-directed learning uh, and personalized learning paths for their students. Um, we're going to have the bonus podcast and the bonus uh, tech coach blog posts we're going to have some digital templates and some lesson plans um,
0: and then the exclusive membership to the facebook group and that's so important these bonus episodes nick guess who's picking the topic for those Who's picking it, Jeff? The members of our group. They're going to come in and we're going to talk to them and say, what are your pain points? What are some of the things that you guys need help with? And that's going to be the basis for our content. So all the stuff that we're going to be creating extra for the group is going to be based around the thoughts, needs, and wants of of the group now as i said before you have until october 9th to sign up because we're starting on on the evening of october the 10th is going to be our first group but we have a special offer between now and october 1st not even might be the day that you guys are listening to this but at midnight on october 1st we have a special offer nick by the way (laughs) What is the best way to be signing up for this mastermind group? Yeah, so going to our S the Tech uh, Tech Coach
1: Mastermind, we have the sign-up there. Uh, We're still giving away the coupon code, but they definitely need to uh, act rather fast and be able to use that piece. uh, And that um, coupon code will get them $50 off of the sign-up cost, so that's going to be a nice piece.
0: Absolutely, Nick. If you go over to teachercast.net slash... Ask the Tech Coach Mastermind. That's teachercast.net slash ask the Tech Coach Mastermind. You can log in. You have the opportunity up until midnight on October 1st to use our $50 coupon. Guys, if you want to pay full price, that's certainly okay. The full price for all eight weeks to get the bonus content, the free online course, the exclusive membership, the face to face meetings, all of this great stuff. We're doing this for $300. And I bet everybody out there is going, dude, that's a lot that we're going to be getting. That's pretty cool. I am here to tell you today that if you sign up between now and October 1st, we are going to give you $50 off that price, bringing the cost of the mastermind all the way down to Two hundred and fifty dollars—that is a steal! But you got to act fast because that uh, that offer is going to be ending on midnight on October first. So head on over to teachercast.net forward slash ask the tech coach mastermind. Check out our eight-week digital literacy challenge. We want to have you. We've got some great tech coaches. By the way, Nick, I I, I want to say a-, a big shout out to everybody so far who has signed up. Um, thank you. We're looking forward to working with you. We've been emailing back and forth to everybody. We're gonna be getting. Everything in the next couple days signed up. You guys might be getting an email from us, inviting you into the Facebook group. We're going to get this process started. So that way on October 10th, we can hit the tech coach ground running. But in order to have this, we are looking for you guys out there. Teachercast.net slash ask the tech coach mastermind. Don't miss it today. If you're a technology coach, you want to be in this group. Now, of course, Nick, as we go through this year and we are looking at the ways that we can get into things, I know for myself this week, I had my first big faculty meeting. You're starting to do major faculty meetings. You had a, a, a big um, PD session today. H- how did that go, by the way? How did your, how'd your PD session go? That was
1: good. You know, it was just the way, especially now, you know, trying to get into the swing of things. So you're still kind of meeting new teachers. So that was a big piece, uh, which is definitely going to flow into what our topic is uh, that we're talking about. And and the idea of just getting to know these teachers
0: and figuring out what are their needs and, and, you know, where do we go from here? And and I got to say this is a, a very important topic. Probably one of the most important topics today. So we're t- we're going to be talking a little bit today about creating those one-to-one relationships with and I'm not we're not saying teachers here Nick. We're saying staff members. That's everything from administrators, teachers, office staff, cafeteria workers, central office staff because you are the glue that fits everything together, right? Maybe an office worker wants to know how to find spell check. Maybe a teacher wants to know how to use Flipgrid. maybe an administrator wants to figure out how to make a survey you are the guy that gets a chance to or girl that wants to get a chance to work on all of these things together and here's the biggest topic nick i'm going to give you my secret right up front here it doesn't happen the first day relationships take time i remember three years ago walking into the building and i wanted to be everybody's best friend and then that just didn't happen and then the second month came and that didn't happen. And the third month came and you're like, okay, I made one friend. Right because you're new right especially if you're if you're going into a district where you're stuck you are the beginning of this process right yep nobody really gets who you are what you are when you are they might think you're and i love this term i've heard this from a lot of tech coaches you're (laughs) a spy for the administration you're you're all of these things and you got to walk in there and say nick i'm going to come into your class and make you a better teacher so today we're going to be taking a look at some of the ways that we've used to build great one rela- one-to-one relationships. And, you know, I, I'm going to start off, Nick. We don't have all the answers, right? Maybe somebody out there has a better answer. We want to hear from you guys. Reach out to us on Twitter at AskTheTechCoach. Let us know that you're out there. Let us know that you're listening to this podcast. And again, if you want to email us, we're at feedback at teachercast.net. We would love to feature your guests' uh, comments and stuff like that on our show next week. So, Nick, as we're starting our conversation here, what is one of the first pieces of advice that you have for any tech coach as they start off their tech coaching career and they're looking to make some great connections? Yeah, I think you hit on it. You know, I think the idea
1: of having empathy for all different staff members and because so many different people are going to be at different levels, just not kind of taking it personally and. Um, you know, if, if, if you're just not getting through to maybe who you're working with. And and that's important, especially if you're working with, like you said, you know, uh, administrative assistants or secretaries and nurses and um, even building crew. I mean, I've worked with some of them and they reach out to me and they're like, hey, I just want to learn about the basics of how do I use Microsoft Word? How do I use Google Docs and all that stuff? So that's pretty important. I think it's a powerful piece. How about For, you, Jeff? What do you think?
0: Well, I, I think it's a good thing that you said here, um, you know, Don't take it. Personally, I know. I remember, you know, you, you walk into a classroom and you don't know what that teacher is going on in their per- personal life, professional life. Maybe they just yelled at a kid and you're walking in going, hey, let's do that Google form thing I told you that you didn't know how to do. <laughs> don't take it personally if things don't work out. Don't take it personally if you show up for an appointment and the teacher's like, no, not today. Or maybe you show up and, and you know, Nick wants to learn how to make a Google form and you just spend the next 20 minutes talking about something, right? I always say that the the number one job description for a tech coach is therapist. Sometimes it's just nice to talk to somebody out there who kind of has your back with things. So, you know, having empathy... You know many tech coaches. You know I've been teaching. I've, I've been a teacher for 18 years. Nick's been a teacher for almost as long. With all that, it's just a matter of making sure that you remember what it's like to be in the classroom in those trenches. And and I always start by saying, "Hey, how are you today?" Right. Like I never walk in the classroom and say, "Nick, it's Google Doc time," right. But I always start with, "Hey, how are you? How's your class? How's your family? What are you doing?" You know. I always try to get down to that level. And that might take seven or eight minutes, but that's how we're getting to know each other as colleagues. So that way they can then get to that vulnerable state where they go, look, I really need help with this thing. I don't know how to share a Google Doc. What do you got? Yeah,
1: it's that building relationships 101. I remember reading uh, how to win friends and influence people and the whole concept of, you know, you're not going to win them every time the first time around. But if there's ways that you can see things from their point of view, um, you know, it's the whole, you know, walk around in their shoes for a while and get a feel for it. And I think you kind of hit on that. That's such a powerful piece, especially from us and our role is still Acting as though, and we still have that teacher at heart mentality that look, we've been in there, we've done it. We, we still have that connection to the students in the classroom, or we want to have that connection to the students in the classroom. If you're kind of removed from it, uh, like me, and I think they appreciate hearing those things and you sharing your, your, your fails and your feedback on, on, Hey, making connections back to the classroom for them.
0: I think it's important to know that it takes a while, right? You're going to have teachers out there that automatically say tech coach, I need help with. There's going to be some teachers that, and we'll talk about this in a second here, it's going to take a few lunchtime conversations before they say, hey, I've, I've got this thing going in my class. You might even have a teacher that will only talk to you on a professional level, but will never use you as a tech coach. And it might take you a couple years before you crack that shell because, you know, maybe they're the ones that keep their arms folded and, you know either A, nothing's wrong with me, or B, I'm going to retire soon, or C, I don't want to tell somebody that I don't know something. And so having empathy for where everybody is at every single point of that day, and, you know, I don't know, Nick, do you Do you have a way of keeping track? Do you write notes? Do you, you know, like, I was with Mrs. Smith. She has two dogs. She likes to play Frisbee. And <laughs> that way, when you walk in the room, you go, hey, Mrs. Smith, how's that Frisbee thing going? Right? Yeah, I don't,
1: I don't know if it's a a matter of me. You know, physically keeping notes or something like that, but I think those—it's just the idea of being able to pick up on some of those things. You know, it's—it's it's walking into a classroom and just as we would with our students, you know, like where you want to personalize the classroom and you want to have a little bit about you and and have your personality within there. It's being able to walk into that teacher's room and notice, you know, the movie poster, right? And maybe that's a way to make a connection, or you notice they're big about a sports team and there's Yankee memorabilia around the room, and now you're able to talk about that. And I think once you start to build those conversations and you're breaking down some of the walls and the barriers, now they see you on this level playing field. And it's like, you know what? This guy's not so bad. He's here. He's trying to help me or she's trying to help me.
0: And and let me see what they're all about. And I think it's about finding a way to connect with anybody. Again, you know, the school is the party. And, you know, in in my situation, I'm one of six buildings. You're one of two buildings. So you're really not a part of something, but you're a part of everything. And, you know, do that do they see you as an equal do they see you as an outsider do they just see you as the tech guy do they see you as nick all of these are things that you kind of have there, You know, there's a yes answer to all of sure. those with every single faculty member. And you might be going in there, you know, there are times even, you know, even with Nick, like, you know, I'll call him up and I'm going, hey, how you doing? And he's like, bad day. Not now. <laughs> Great. So what can we do to have those conversations? Because as soon as you turn around and walk away, you've lost that, again, therapy kind of a thing, right? And you're like, hey, how you doing? And right. so having that empathy for what's going on and not taking things personally is really, really important because oftentimes it's not you. And I don't know about right. you, Nick, but, but I mean many tech coaches out there have two sides, right? There's the I want – and we talked about this, right? I want sure. to get yep. my agenda done. And then there's the I have this district initiative. What do you do? And there's times where I got to go to Nick and say, Nick – I have to teach you how to comb your hair. Nick's like, I don't want to learn how to comb my hair. And I'm like, Nick, I got to teach you how to comb your hair. And then we can go play baseball. Right. And Nick's right. like, oh, okay, I got it. Right. So yep. understanding that, you, you know, you do play those dual roles, right? You are an ambassador for awesome change and you're an ambassador for the district agenda. Is that yeah. a fair
1: thing to say, right? Like, No, I, I, absolutely. You know, it, it's both of you have, you know, you still have your jobs and your roles and you're still trying to accomplish that main task. Right. And that's what you're saying is we, you know, we got to get through A and B. And when we get through A and B, we're going to get into C and C's where we're going to have fun and we're going to be able to do this. And, and it's the same task, you know, again, it's, it's that connection to the classroom. I think you and I, we put in these instances and these examples because we have the classroom experience, which is, Hey, there are those times where you're teaching the nitty gritty of a lesson and the content and you need to get through it. And then when you do, Hey, now we can have fun and we can be creative when we can do some of these things, but we got to get through the first part first.
0: Now, as you said, it's important to stay grounded in those classrooms, but I find the best way to get into the classrooms is by walking the hallways. Nick, do you get a chance to walk around your
1: hallways? Absolutely. You know, this year that was a like a personal goal of mine was to just make rounds more often a couple times a day um, and just pop in random rooms here and there not as an you know an observation thing but just to pop in to say hello so that they can see me hey is there anything you need how is it going you know and if i recognize the teacher or they there was something that we've talked about in the past hey how's gamification coming or or how is your self-paced learning modules for your students making that connection that way
0: I, i like the question hey nick what are you doing Yeah, and you because usually they're sitting there grading papers or they're sitting there doing you know they're they're working on their websites or they're they're something in there right Um, or you know or this time of year they're learning about bloodborne pathogens things you know things like (laughs) that we all have to do but I always like to just go up and hey Nick how are things like what's going on in your class what are you working on right and then usually they sit there and they their response is oh wait there was something I wanted to ask you. Yep. I If I had a nickel, right, for every single time, it's that. But it always starts with, hey, how's your kids? How's your family? Now, Nick, you... You're in one of those situations where you have younger kids, but you teach in high school, so you you do have a lot of those parent to parent conversations. I get a chance to bring my kiddie stories into the kindergarten, second grade rooms, and I have those. Like I, I love walking into a kindergarten room, and yes, I'm talking to the teacher, but I'm really just kind of looking around the room and stealing ideas. And then I say, "Do you mind if I just take out my phone and I'm gonna snap some pictures of what's on your walls? Because I'm doing recon. But really, what I'm doing is I'm looking at what they're doing in their classroom and then i can go back and say you know what you could do this like this and you could try this like this and why don't you come over here and maybe we can work on this together i mean you don't really have those opportunities a lot in the middle and high school areas but i love going into those hallways and saying you know what do you need and and every conversation with the teacher and you know nick i'm going to stop here because this is probably one of the most important things every conversation with the teacher does not have to be about technology no no
1: no and i think that's something we get caught up with jeff and i think you're kind of you know mentioning that is is just because we are a tech coach as a title is is it doesn't have to just center around that piece i I, to me some of the areas i have some of the most fun is just in in the teaching aspect and you know creative ideas and things like that and then getting back to actually teaching and not the
0: tech and i think that's where i like to spend a lot of my time i i like to start the conversation sometimes with you know when i was teaching or yeah, or, or, right. And, and that's a hard one I should say because when you say when I was teaching, that puts you out of their shoes. But when you sure. say, you know, when I'm in the classroom working with kids, that's also another way to say, look, I'm a I'm not a tech coach. I'm an educator. This is the hat that I have. Your hat might be social studies or English or whatever. My hat is P.D. And when we start to relate, then then I found in the last two years, those walls have come down. And I've, you know, especially now that the school you're starting, you now have more barriers because they're new teachers. Right. So, you have, so I love finding the new staff members in the hallways because that's when I can walk up and go, Nick, how, you do, like, how are you doing? How were things in your last school district? What you, here's here's what I'm here for. Here's how I can help out. Right. So you kind of soften those emails as you go through. Um, and, and it really helps you out. I always say never lead with your agenda. Nick, how are you doing? Open up your Chromebook. Yeah, no, absolutely.
1: So I got you know I got a question, Jeff. So you know, thinking of us as as tech integration instructional instructional technology coaches and all that, you know, I I, I feel like at times people expect us to walk around with our laptops and our tablets like in hand, ready to go twenty four seven. So how do you approach that? Do you find you know? keep bringing it with you just in case they have a question about technology related things, or do you find when I'm, when you're just making your rounds around the building, it's, you know, leave it. What, what's your approach to that?
0: I, I, I was thinking about this today. I was in my office. I had my, I have, you know, I always bring two computers cause we never have time to charge up fully. So when one computer goes down, I pop the other one open. Right. And, and, you know, I was working in my office for about an hour. I wanted to do a tour of the school to go make some friends and I you're sitting there going, if I don't bring the computer with me, I'm going to need it. Right. Right. But that doesn't mean that you have to have the computer in your hand. Right. Now, sometimes I'll walk around with the iPad because I like the Apple Pencil. And mm-hmm. I always find that it's easier for me to take out a pencil and I'll draw rather than put a keyboard. We've talked about that one, too. But sure. I always try to take the minimal thing right now. If a teacher is in the hallway in our district, they probably have a Chromebook in front of them. So very rarely do I whip open my backpack and take out my computers and say, all right, we're, we're in our office now, right? Mm-hmm. I always try to use what they're using and I like to use those hallway conversations as again, Jeff is hands off. I'm here to help them because I'm not turning a hallway conversation into a 45-minute PD. These are two-minute conversations, a one-minute tech tip and then, you know, let's, let's continue talking about our families, right? Like these are, sure. these are the moments, right? And so I, I never lead with, hey, why aren't you in this thing that I'm doing? Or why didn't you do that? Or, hey, I noticed that you checked off the box that says you want to be a Google certified innovator. Let's talk about that, right? Because then what happens is what? They're in the hallway. You're 100 yards away and they see you coming. And they put their head down and they don't want to talk to you. <laughs> I don't want that. I want to keep those positive relations.
1: Yeah. And I think that's, that's a pretty, you know, that's something to keep note of is just, you know, knowing where to separate the, the work of PD and uh, from, the personal connection piece. And, you know, it's not to say that it's it's a bad thing to not have the tech or to bring the tech with you. I think as you're saying, I think we sometimes wonder, well, what if they do have a question or a type deal and you want to answer that? So I'm the same way. I think I try to go, what's the most discreet way? Um, but just because I'm holding it doesn't mean that I'm automatically going to, you know, like you said, open it up and just start get to work and start showing stuff. You know, if they have a question, they want to ask me something, so be it, we will. But if they get, if they stop me in the hallway, I, I try my best to keep it moving because I also don't want to take that, that time from them where it's a lunchtime or something like that where they haven't necessarily scheduled me for a specific reason.
0: You know, a couple of months ago, we did a show on a similar topic of, of creating relationships. And, you know, one of our co-hosts from the Tech Educator podcast, Sam Patterson, you know, always brought up this idea of asking somebody to help you with something. Right. And his example at the time, Nick, was how do you use the copy machine? And that gives an opportunity for the teacher to come over, show you something. You might already know how to use the copy machine, but but at least it starts a, a, a little collegial conversation with everything. And sure. now you're showing that you're vulnerable. You're showing you don't know everything. And that way now you've got this, you know, and while you're there, hey, how are you doing? What's what's sure. going on? What are you working on these days? Right like now you can start those conversations. But I I often think, you know, how do you use the copy machine? So, you know, you might walk up to a teacher and in the middle of a conversation, it's, you know, hey, um, who does the school newspaper around here or, or how are the dances or have you been to a football game? I'd like to bring my family here. And I, and again, I'm not advocating for being fake or phony or anything. Have real conversations. Right. Sure. I hope it's not coming out that way. But nah. But put yourself in the position of. Just being available, being vulnerable yourself to having the conversations. You don't always have to put the jacket on and put the Google lanyard on and and let it run. Not that I'm talking from personal experience. <laughs> what's
1: what's no, the next absolutely. thing that we can be thinking about here, Nick? So, so Jeff, I think this is something that I, you know. I remember you know college and learning about this when in and, and, you know your student teaching and whatnot and how how to survive the faculty room, the the lunch room, or something like that. So what is your approach to that if someone asks for pd and they want to schedule it during lunch how do you approach the faculty room and do you jump into that i think this is a great great point for us to kind of touch on
0: i I remember my first year i actually had to ask the question and this is also important guys the room that people hang out in what is it called in this building and if people say it's the lunch room that's different than saying it's the staff room cuz if it's the lunchroom don't go talking about tech during lunch but if it's the staff room okay it's thought of differently cuz maybe the you know maybe people eat right. lunch in their classrooms maybe they you know not, not that they don't eat in the staff room but if it's specifically called the lunchroom i know in my buildings when lunch happens I know when I can go in there before lunch and I can go in there after lunch. I can bring a teacher in. We have a nice quiet space. It kind of becomes my second offices. And we can talk about whatever they want to talk about. We can go over, we can plan, we can do the coaching thing. But you know, usually between ten thirty and one o'clock or so, I take off that tech coaching hat and I turn into, hey, how's it going? How's the kids? I you know, I I I really try not to tech coach while other people are there relaxing away from their professional lives sure
1: and i kind of struggle with that piece as far as you know being removed from the school building and their and their schedule the way they are and the things they have to accomplish is kind of knowing that connection right like okay well i'm not in the lunchroom per se, as a teacher who's just going in here and kind of, you know, checking my, their papers or doing some grading and relaxing or whatever it is, you know, but if a teacher does and they want to meet in like a workroom, that to me definitely signifies, okay, the workroom, they're trying to get something done. So I know a lot of times when teachers do want to meet, that's one area. I do try to kind of stay clear, but I think only because I don't want it to be uncomfortable. I, I do think sometimes when you're removed, um, Without the title, just teacher, like you said from the beginning, they kind of look at you a little bit differently, which is sort of like that idea, too, when you're going in and you're working with teachers, you know, still in the back of their minds, is he evaluating me type of piece. And I try to keep make sure we separate that a little bit.
0: Now, you and I are different. You have the title of administrator. I don't. Do you go into teacher lunchrooms for lunch? Or as an administrator type person, are you, you know, not forbidden from these rooms, but are, do you basically, you know, do you stay away because that's <laughs> union property, if you will?
1: Um, yeah, well, you know, I'm not, I'm not specifically... Administrative. So I think, you know, title wise, it's not that, you know, I'm not teacher, I'm a coordinator of PD. And I think, I think title can just be a little scarier than it than it really is. But again, I'm a non evaluative role. My goal is pretty much instructional tech coach slash, you know, uh, teacher um, coach and that sort of stuff. And I talk PD and we do all these things and and a variety of pedagogy stuff, but I do, I do try to stay away, but I have had teachers reach out where they're like, Hey, this is my lunch period. And I do go warm up food in, in the lunchroom. Would you mind just meeting me there? I just try, you know, it just sometimes can be uncomfortable. Like you said, if people are trying to be quiet, relax and not get, pd or talk you know or listen to what's going on in the room so it's a matter of that but i do try to just hey if we're gonna meet meet me in the media center or let me meet you in your classroom i just find those as just better open ground areas to meet
0: and and so i i think it's important here that when it's you know It's the song, right? When you're up, you're up. And when you're down, you're down, right? When you're a tech coach, it's okay to do your job. Um, The other day, I was talking to a friendly teacher, somebody I've got a good relationship with. I mean, I have his cell phone number, all these different things, right? But... We were sitting at the lunch table with other teachers and somehow the conversation got into tech coach. He's like, what are you doing? How can I help you? Don't forget about this. And I caught myself and I just apologized. I said, guys, look, I'm sorry. I I went into tech coach mode. And he's like, no, look, it's not a problem. Don't worry about it. He got it. But I felt really awkward and I kind of, you know, said, look, guys, I'm sorry. I don't do this at lunchroom. On purpose. I respect the lunchroom here and I want to make sure that, you know, I'm not the tech coach there because sure. you know, you're never really the equal because you're not, they don't see you as in the classroom, but right. you certainly don't want to be sitting there having a ham sandwich and go with well, this guy, just shut up about Google Classroom. Okay.
1: <laughs> but I think what you're talking about kind of hits on sort of our next point and the idea that, you know, yeah, you're teaching your t- teachers, treating your teachers as equals, but they're still students to us. And we've kind of used that term uh, relatively consistently on a lot of our podcasts of saying students because that's our students, because we are kind of removed from the classroom. Um and remembering you know that that you're there to for a purpose and your job is to kind of do some to do tech integration and coaching and mentoring and all of those pieces so i think what you're touching on is important um and maybe we look at a little bit how we balance that i know from you know me for one i look for those points those points where i could be like hey i know we're talking about this and it may be something you know very generic but then i try to think back to all right, that you brought me in for a reason. You asked me here for something specific. Let's make sure though that I get to that point so I know that, you know, why I was brought in, I've hit the goal and something was met and I know I can leave you with with an idea or something to work with.
0: I, I totally agree with that stuff. You know, they are, they are equals and, and and you're right. I call it my students. And then I always find a backtracking no like no no no, they're adults. But right. but but they're my students and you have to treat right. them as how do they learn? How can right. I help them get to their de- to, to their destination? How do we meet our goals and the district goals all at the same time? They are students, right? But then again, I'm a student of them because everything I do is based off of the feedback they give me. So – I think that's just where the word colleague comes in, right? Like we're all working together for these common goals. Now you might be out there saying wow, uh, everything that Nick and Jeff are saying right now I totally agree with. I'm having the same issues. I I'm I'm right there with you. If you're out there nodding your head right now, then you need right now to stop what you're doing and go over to teachercast.net slash ask the tech coach mastermind because this group that we're putting together for eight weeks is going to be listening to each other, supporting each other, conversating with each other, and and really coming up with a way that we can all be great tech coaches together. As I said earlier, I don't have the answers. Nick doesn't have all the answers. The smartest person is the room. Join us in our room this year for a fantastic eight-week mastermind starting on October 10th. And if you get into this before October 1st, you can use our promo code TC50 to receive a $50 coupon and make your price only $250. Now, Nick, we've talked about a lot of things here, right? We talked a lot about how to have empathy for our staff members. We talked about the importance of walking down the hallways. We talked about surviving the faculty lunchroom and treating teachers as equals, even though, you know, we have different relationships and we have different roles here. But the most important thing that we can do is
1: what? Supporting teachers and I, you know, and and just finding ways to focus on what they're doing, but how you can take what they're doing, highlight that and then bring it sort of like to the next level. What do they need? What do you need help with? Let me help you meet your goals. I think of Jerry Maguire every time I I think of that statement Help me help you. And but I think it just is so relevant to what we're doing.
0: I thought you were going with you had me at Schoology You (laughs) had me at Schoology. You had me at spell check. Like, where where is he going with this one here? You're the tech coach with the qualm, all right? Is that, is that the word here? There you go. Right. And I agree, I right? Yeah, Focus absolutely. on what they do well. Maybe this teacher really likes to play with video. Maybe this teacher doesn't even know how to share a Google Doc. Maybe this teacher but what do they love to do? What's their fa- right? Well, here's the question, right? What's your favorite lesson that you teach this year? Let's do that one. Let's start with that. Sure. And, if and that's the a great- teacher says the last one all right you got to change
1: your plan. <laughs> no but that's a great starting point as just a play a question to ask right like hey it talk to me about your favorite lesson, right? Like, and then they start going on. Why do you like that? And you can kind of like poke a little bit. What do you like about the lesson? What do you wish you could ha- How do you wish you can make it better? What are some ideas that you've had that you haven't done yet? That all just leads to stuff as like, hey, let me figure out these things together, how I can best support you to, to take what you're doing and just enhance it, you know? Um, I, I do this thing with teachers where it's it's the lesson tune-up. And that's the whole idea. It's, it's bring me a lesson plan that you have or something you're struggling with and as a cohort, a small group, let us all tweak and, and come up with ideas on how to make it better. But it's that. It's give me something that you're working on or that you've worked with that you just want to enhance um, and we're just going to find ways to, to, to meet the goal that, that you've been attempting to kind of work on. And and like our mastermind idea A group is better than you doing it by yourself. So why not lesson plan with a cohort of people?
0: And that's exactly what our mastermind is. Bring something to our group that you love doing with your school and let's help you improve uh, improve upon that. Let's do something that your school district is already doing and let's help you become a little bit more a part of all that stuff. Teachercast.net slash ask the tech coach mastermind for more details. Don't forget our promo code TC50. Now, Nick, we've gone through a lot of stuff today about get, creating those great one-to-one relationships. And I, I think the biggest thing here, I've been saying this constantly, is the biggest thing, right? But this isn't an this there's no end to this. Right. You're 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 never, ever going to win the game. You try your hardest every day not to lose the game. You know that if you walk up to somebody and have a conversation, you know, it. it every every conversation that you have with anybody is always that flip of a coin. And as you know, news travels so what do you do what give me that advice that you have nick you you're you know if you look at it as a football game right it's takeaways and giveaways right or or, or, you know it's it's plus minus right you're going to be in the plus category plus category plus category but you're going to walk into a a faculty meeting and something's not going to look right and in front of 40 people you're now a minus What do you do when something just doesn't work right? Or if you walk away from a conversation with a teacher and you're like, ah, you bonehead, what just happened? (laughs)
1: <laughs> I think, you know, it just comes back to not taking, you know, some of the things, not taking it personally on how the interaction goes or, or just knowing that there's an opportunity to kind of like redeem yourself, you know, and, and having some type of game plan and in, in, in the backbone. So you just, I think just with what we do, we're, we're on the go so often, um, you know, how many times does a lesson not work the way that you want it to? So conversations go the same way. They just don't play out. You know, you're, you're having a conversation about something and you didn't know that something negative happened in so so said person's life right so maybe that conversation didn't go the way you planned or you mentioned something that touched on something negatively so you know it's the game of life. I think the conversations uh, play that way, but there's nothing to say that it's a one-and-done scenario. And I think as long as you keep building at it, and you keep making more relationships, it goes back to what you said. It kind of success breeds success idea. So that idea that, you know, hey, you keep making your rounds, you keep talking to more teachers, and as more teachers see you as a very personable person, um, they start reaching out, and they tell other people about the great interactions that they've had with you, and then those relationships uh, build into more more PD and one-to-one coaching opportunities for you.
0: Now, Nick, where are we as far as asking for recognition? You never want to toot your own horn, but have you ever talked to a teacher and said, look, you know, I could use a little help. I'm, I'm going into someplace. Could you share our experiences with your colleagues in the next department? I mean, do you yeah. ask for some help because you're, you can't be everywhere and your job is to hit everybody yet you you, you can't, right? And and really, our job is word of mouth advertising. That's sure. that is the bare bones of what we do. It's it's word of mouth advertising. So, you know, one thing
1: that's worked really well for me, and I think this kind of goes with our our um, tip of the week that we try to throw out there, and it, it's finding the ways to highlight the staff accomplishments, um, but that works for you as a tech coach. The whole idea of finding that way to share it out, you know, one of the things, I, so what I do with our LMS is I give them opportunities to create things, and then by giving those opportunities to create things and test out a pedagogy or try out a tech tool, they're sharing those examples that they create with me, and I'm able to then reconcile kind of post and share those out, but everything they submit, then the other teachers are able to see. And then I usually follow that with some type of reflective quick discussion. And what's great about that piece is now they're able to talk about how it went. And a lot of teachers just Don't even know what they're doing, but then they say, hey, I loved kind of this module. I loved working with you. I was able to implement this with my students, and it went so well in the classroom. And they're kind of inherently just talking about you and sharing the great things you're doing. Um, And in turn, I'm highlighting the things they're doing, but I'm doing it as a way that, hey, then the other teachers can kind of see the successes that their fellow teachers
0: have. had. We want to hear from you guys. This show is called Ask the Tech Coach. We would love to have you reach out and let us get some great feedback. We're, of course, gearing up for our October Mastermind, but also we're gearing up for our second roundtable show. We would love to have you on that show. Reach out to us and tell us your stories over at feedback at teachercast.net. And, you know, Nick, this is episode 19. When we really started getting this show underway, it was episode 11 back, uh, you know, back in early August. We we did a show called three things every technology coach should have set up before the school year starts and part of that in that in that conversation we started to look at tech coach websites Absolutely. and we actually got a lot of feedback from this show and we said to each other why don't we expand this so next week on the show we're going to be doing an entire episode all dedicated to tech coaching websites nick what are some of the topics that we're going to be hitting
1: Yeah, I think what we're going to do is we're going to break it down a little bit more. Like you said, we've kind of touched on the idea. We've talked about some of the platforms, but I think what we're going to do is, again, kind of reiterate those platforms that you or I use and maybe go through the process of, you know, why build it and then kind of how do you build it? And then what's the... What's the importance of it? What's the reasoning behind using and kind of building that uh, that tech coach website? You know, or using it as a place to model lessons and ideas um, and best practices. And I know you and I have our own approaches to kind of how we design, but I think both, uh, both of us, ultimately the goal is the
0: same. So next week, we're going to be doing episode 20, Tech Coach Websites. Check that one out. You know what? If you guys have a great website, share it with us. Let us know what you guys are doing. We would love to showcase on our show notes here some of the great tech coach websites out there so we can all help and support each other and of course after that we have our episode 21 we're going to be talking about the three best ways to train your staff wait for it when they (laughs) don't care about the topic how many times have we had to give presentations when we know right let's be honest here guys we know that the staff aren't too interested in the topic. So we're going to be doing that as a whole entire show and we'd love to get your tips out there. TeacherCast.net slash voicemail or TeacherCast.net slash or or feedback at TeacherCast.net. We would love to have you guys on one of the future episodes sharing your stuff over here on Ask the Tech Coach. Nick, I got to say, you know, we're, we're we're a bunch of episodes into this. We've been getting a lot of great feedback. Everyone out there seems to be interested in our mastermind. Nick, what is exciting you about Our podcast here. We've been doing this for about two and a half months now.
1: Yeah, I think it just, you know, getting the feedback and the feedback lets us know that people like the format of the, this tech coach uh, podcast, just the idea that we're sharing all the same ideas. You know, I think it's, these are questions and things that every tech coach asks themselves and wonders if other people are running into the same issues. And like you said, I mean, two episodes from now, when we touch on, you know, how do we best train staff when they want to, you know, it's not a topic that they're interested in. A lot of districts run into that. Some districts don't even get a choice in the PD that, 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 They're trying to uh, that they have to present to their staff. So I think that we're just touching on topics. And that excites me that that we're that we're working with tech coaches
0: and we're meeting all the same needs. So we hope to see you, of course, in October for our tech coach mastermind teachercast.net slash ask the tech coach mastermind. And we, of course, want to reach out to have you guys join us here on Twitter at ask the tech coach check us out subscribe to us wherever podcasts are we're of course on apple podcasts google podcasts stitcher radio and all the major podcast stuff you can of course go over to any of those and type in ask the tech coach and you will find us nick thanks so much where can we find out more information about the great stuff that you're doing in your tech coachdom sure so you can follow me on twitter
1: uh at NAMRLEDU. Uh, and I'm always trying to post some blog posts edtechforay.wordpress.com
0: and of course you can find us over here on askthetechcoach.com where you can find all of our tech coach blog posts podcasts and so much more we've been doing a lot of free downloads Nick we should do a show sometime just on our free downloads absolutely Um, and how to make them that's a big thing that we're doing yeah there we go so we want to hear from you guys over on feedback at teachercast.net and thank you guys for making teachercast your home for professional development on behalf of everybody here on teacher cast. My name is Jeff Bradbury. I'm Nick Amaral. Reminding you to keep up the great work in your classroom and continue sharing your passions with your students.